come with us to a place where new beginnings and second chances have room to grow. Where past and future are present and your fondest dream is so close you can almost reach out and touch it. Welcome back, everybody, to your creativity. We are going across the airwaves up to Canada, uh, Toronto specifically, <laughs> with our guest, Zoe Weisenthal. Um, I didn't ask before. Is that the correct way to say it? Weisenthal, Weisenthal. I, Weisenthal is what I say, but Weisenthal gets said so much that I'm just like, yeah, close enough. <laughs> okay. Well, now we know. So you yeah. are on set today for yeah. uh, Ruby and the Well for season two. I am, yeah. How are things going? Things are going really well. We're all really happy to be back. I mean, it's a beautiful sunny day today. You can't see it. Our blinds are closed, but it's it's a really nice day today. And yeah, with season two, we're all just having a, a good old fun time. I'm only three episodes into to season one, but is there anything you can tell us about season two? About season two? Oh, yeah. you jumped the gun. I'd ask you yeah. to finish the first season first. But, um, <laughs> season two, what I would say is it's, you know, more of what everyone loves. It's all the, you know, solving the wishes, granting that, really helping everyone in the town. And in season two, we really get to see kind of how the town's coming to life with what Ruby's been doing and her friends, how they've been helping people. Um, you're really seeing the benefits of that throughout the town and, you know, more people are all out on the streets saying hi to each other, you know, the fountains in full bloom and things like that. And it's really just the rebuilding of a town that's flourishing. Nice. That, that fountain at the top of the street binds me of the fountain in um, Cars. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that, that's a pretty cool one. I, I've never thought of that before. That's great. Yeah. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, that reminds me of the one in Cars. Um, uh, speaking of the show, it's, it's very layered. There's lots of elements to it. You know, yeah. there's the supernatural with the well, uh, family drama, teen drama, mm. uh, moving to a new place. What, what, where do you draw to portray that stuff? Oh man, big question. Um, I mean, as you said, there's so many elements in the show, so it's, it's a bunch of different places, I would say for sure. Um, is there is there any like specific topic that you can think of of like one theme in the show? Um, no, I, I was just kind of curious. Maybe, you know, maybe you know, moving to a new place and meeting new people and. I mean, yeah, definitely. I had to move for this show. I moved from Vancouver and Canada, where I live, to Toronto. Um, so, in the first episode, when Ruby and Daniel have moved to Emerald, I was definitely in that similar like when Ruby's seeing everything for the first time, so was I, because I had never seen like Hamilton or anything like that before. So it was, it was a very natural uh, way to do it, I would say, which was wonderful for me. <laughs> nice. Um, wh what about the project uh, drew you to it? Because you've kind of done fantasy before with The Hundred and Charmed. Yeah, usually a lot uh, darker themes I would yeah, say yeah those, those um, are definitely darker <laughs> one's dying on this show luckily uh but uh yeah so I would say um oh man there's so I could talk about this for a long time I mean one of the biggest things was that how this is a show that it tackled trickier subjects you know like the loss of a parent and things like that 
but it did it in these very friendly, lighthearted ways that teaches young kids about it. And I find this show has something for everyone. You know, it's, you know, has these very simple messages like, you know, help people be kind for younger audiences. But then there's also, you know, other storylines, like a lot of what um, Daniel's going through that, you know, a lot of um, people who are in his age and like parents can watch and get enjoyment out of that too. And it's something I'd never really seen before in a show, which made me really excited about the project. I just finished watching episode three of season one last night. It's the one where um, the dad is kind of dis, what's the word I'm looking for? Because of the fire in the episode, the family's kind of, you know, standoffish with them. And, you know, I, I just loved how that wrapped up where it was just a huge misunderstanding and he's actually trying to help and protect somebody. So yeah, the storytelling is. It's it's things aren't always what they appear yeah well this show was created by ryan and lee and adams who also created dwight shining armor did you ever catch that show at all i didn't no i, I don't watch much tv i i have to say <laughs> all right i i was just curious because i i met them and they're amazing people have they came to set at all yeah they have i've met them before they're both so lovely <laughs> awesome yeah um, I, I mentioned those, uh, those previous roles. How have they helped you play, play Ruby? Well, as I said, those other shows that I've done have definitely been a, a little darker, is yeah. what I would say. Um, but I find in a weird way that kind of helped with coming to this project. It was a very, very new thing for myself. And I think that helped because Ruby has this kind of like childlike wonder and every, every situation where she's just finding out things for the first time and with me you know navigating a new tone of a show that they kind of parallel uh they were the, they're very similar and they were kind of parallels of each other that's what the word I was looking for but um yeah so that was I'd say that's how other roles have helped me because to find direct things it's they're they're so different um in in the show um you have to kind of introduce yourself to new people all the time basically each episode you're meeting a new person um you know being an actor have you always been outgoing or have you always are we kind of more meek and mousy it, it depends for sure I have my I did theater for a long time and in that I was definitely a lot louder I would say <laughs> um but in, in public I can be quite I can be quite shy, I suppose. It, it changes situation to situation, but I'm definitely not as outgoing as Ruby, I would say. <laughs> gotcha. What, what, what kind of stuff did you do in theater? What kind of productions? Oh, man. Uh, well, I went, I started at uh, Arts Umbrella, which is uh, kind of an art school in Vancouver when I was three. Uh, and I just never stopped. And through that, I did productions. We did uh, You're in Town, which was my very first year in the pre-professional program. I loved uh, and we also did Into the Woods uh, and we were gonna do um, Merrily We Roll Along. That was gonna be my final show. Um, but then I, I came and did Ruby instead. Halfway through working on that show, I booked this and I had to leave. Do you see yourself going back to theater? Yes, I do, hopefully. Awesome. Um, what was my next question? Um, I'm ready, I'm ready for it. <laughs> Kind of covered that one. Uh, who inspires you personally, professionally? Oof. Um, 
Oh, simple answer, but I gotta say my mom. I, I'm sorry. My mom always my hair. It's simple, like Ruby. You know, that's that's a parallel we have. But uh, no, my mom. Both of my parents have always been big inspirations to me. They've always been there for me. Awesome. Uh, what what kind of situations are most creative for you? Oh, I feel like that's so general. I mean, my job is getting to play pretend. So I'd say the yeah. whole thing quite creative and it's just a wonderful environment that really, you know, benefits that kind of like, oh, what if we did this? And everyone, else, okay, or maybe not. Um, so just getting to work here is such a creative outlet for me, but also writing is something I really like doing. Um, yeah, those are, those are the main two. I mean, I, I feel like you can find creativity anywhere. Nice. Um, <laughs> all right, we kind of skimmed, went through them pretty quick. So I have bonus questions. I love uh, it. I'm the ready. first one, what does creativity mean to you? Oh, I don't know. That's a, that's a very good question. I could go very philosophical with it, but <laughs> I, I don't want to bore you. No, whatever way you like. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I think that's the, beauty of creativity is it's it's so many things and it can't really be labeled because what's creativity for me would differ with someone else I'm sure our definitions of creativity would be different but for me at least that's what it is it's everyone owns interpretation of oh being spontaneous being you know artistic all all of that wonderful stuff very nice uh who is your favorite muppet and why <laughs> Um, I love Beaker. I've always loved Beaker so much. Reasons why? I don't know. Um, as long as I can remember, Beaker's always been my favorite Muppet. Nice. This is so fun, you know? He doesn't say oh, words. Yeah. He's stand him, right? He's always it, panicking. Maybe that's why I, I sympathize with him. <laughs> it's kind of like Chewbacca. He's his sidekick and his, you know, his friend knows exactly what's going on, but the rest yeah. of us, I have no idea what he's saying, but you can see their partnership there. Yeah. And then th this is always weird to ask an actor in the movie of your life, who would you like to play? Me, I hope. There you <laughs> go. I hope I can play myself. <laughs> it's the easiest job ever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just show up. I'm ready. I'm already all set. <laughs> and I, I just thought of this question. You know, you're up in Canada. Um, what are some of your favorite Canadian shows and Canadian actors and comedians? Oh, man, I, I, I love, you know, all Canadian cinema and things like that. And I really try to support local and everything there. Kim's Convenience was, uh, was a show I loved for so, yeah, you know, I loved Kim's Convenience. Uh, Schitt's Creek was another show that I loved a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, that, those are the first ones to come to my head. Now that I'm thinking about Schitt's Creek, Dan Levy comes to my head, of course. Um, a lot of Canadian icons who've come from like doing improv as well. Uh, is John Candy Canadian? I feel like he is. Yeah, John Candy. I needed to make sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's Canadian. Um, we're checking. We're checking on that. No, he, he is. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I was like. I feel like I've known for so long and then I, I panicked in the moment, but yeah. He, yeah. Worked, he worked with John Candy on, uh, no, John Candy worked with Eugene Levy in a CTV. Yes, that's right. And he was also on um, Home Alone as well. 
which was a lot of Canadian actors on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's all I've got. Thank you for your time today. Oh, thank you so much. And I have a question for you. Okay. What does creativity mean to you? I'm just, we're talking uh, about, so now I'm curious. Flipping it right back. Well, I'm a graphic designer, so it's all about uh, okay. problem solving in creative ways and just making making things out of nothing, basically. Just much. solving problems and making, making things up. <laughs> Thank you. Our listeners are um, locally and nationally, BYU TV on the app and season two coming soon. Coming soon. Get excited. Thank you, Zoe. You have a great day. And Thank you so much. You too. Have a fun rest day on the set. You know I will. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. The podcast is done, man.